Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Um. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, standing by Northwest Arkansas, Tyler Wilson. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Tyler, I guess you probably, when you're watching poor KJ get just hammered play after play, I hope that doesn't bring back unpleasant memories for you. So so funny you say that because I, <laughs> I, uh, I was I was actually on the phone with uh, somebody today. I said I don't know why. I guess it's football season or something. But I'm I'm waking up in the middle of the night. So uh, yeah, tough tough another tough one this weekend. And and I think there's a lot of questions. But you know it's not all KJ's fault. The first thing anybody wants to do when when things don't go good in in football. Y- the head coach and the quarterback get the blame, right? That's just how it is, and that's what you sign up for. Uh, you know, I don't think KJ's a different person, different player than he was a year ago. Different circumstances uh, create different results. Football's a team sport, and uh, you know, you you have different coaches teaching you different. Uh, I think my biggest takeaway of the weekend: coaching matters in college football. Coaching matters in all football. Watch Russell Wilson play. Uh, coaching matters in all phases of football. And uh, I watched, you know, again, you hate to go back to the ghost of Bobby Petrino, but I watched Bobby Petrino make a heck of a quarterback out of a guy, Max Johnson, who has had a lackluster career so far in the SEC. And, you know, two games ago, he was a backup, and now you're going, he, he could be an all-conference all quarterback. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a tough weekend, crazy weekend of college football, but uh, here we are talking about it on, on Monday. You know, we, we talked about this during the break, and, and really it is it is a head-scratcher how this offensive line has gotten to this point. And as uh, Trey was talking earlier, uh, my first thought that kind of went through my mind, okay, Emerian Harris and some of these really young guys who are redshirt freshman, redshirt sophomore, whatever it may be, how can they be any worse than what they are seeing right now that's on the playing field for Arkansas? Why not give them a chance? I mean, at this at this point, Tyler, what can what can objectively what can be done with this offensive line now that you're five games in? Yeah, you, you know, I, I hated to be the one early on that you know Bryles left on his own accord. Uh, you know, Enos has been a successful coordinator. Uh, both different approaches to the game. Uh, I feel like with this offense, the team that was built, staff, personnel, all of those things, you know, catch, throw, uh, read option, uh, you know, mentality fits this system better, fits these players better. Uh, I, I was talking with you in the break. You know, my, my senior year, we, di- we didn't have personnel, this, the same kind of group we had my junior year, which forced us to do a lot of things different. And we had to, I had to get the ball out of my hand, Randy. I mean, the, the, the thing was, I mean, it, you'd like to sit back there for three seconds, but it doesn't matter really what happens. Uh, if, if you're in shotgun and you catch it and, and, and you have decent you know, strategy, the ball can be gone in about a second and a half. It doesn't matter if they just halfway get in the way. We're going to get the ball out of our hands. And, and there was a lot of catch-tackle ch- going on, and we threw for you know, over 300 yards a game. We still didn't win. 
so the recipe to win is still in question. But the recipe to to keep sacks down, to keep uh, balls moving, move first down, move you know, progress the football down the field, I think is is there. And I think it's just it, it's as simple as we we got to get the ball out of our hands, come up with shorter routes. Uh, so I think we can still I, I still think there's life in there. Um, you know, I think unfortunately as the season progresses. Uh, you know, players, uh, their, their coaches, their their future uh, starts to wonder. Their eyes start to wonder on next year and what job I might take and, and uh, you know, how does this affect my draft status. All of those questions start to, I don't want to say divide a team, but they create uh, uncertainty uh, in a team's trajectory moving forward. Makes sense. Let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Did you sit in sackcloth and ashes, by the way, over the weekend for the things that you said about your Magnolia Panthers? Well, I was really shocked, in all honesty. Well, you should be happy, in all honesty. Well, they they got better. That's but a quality dub. Up. That's a quality dub. Well, Randy, let me tell you this. Lakeside did some things that didn't make sense either. That doesn't matter. It's the game of football. Well, you, you were like so unhappy say, you know, about I, your I, Panthers. I'm glad they got a win. And I also want to say uh, congratulations to the SAU Mule Riders also got they a win. They keep on winning. But, uh... I saw a team, I'm like Ray, I saw a team that really didn't want to be at Texas at uh, Arlington Stadium. I don't know no, about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Criticism's okay, but where do you get that thought? I mean, if you think they didn't play well, that's one thing, but I wouldn't go that far. No, I didn't if go. Not, I wouldn't if go you're go not without that team, Bush, you don't know that, but... But you can criticize their play, well, but they they want they were ready to play the game. And they what I and well. what I said, Steve, was I didn't think they had to fire a, a normal Arkansas team. That's, you you that's can question that as well if you choose. Yeah. That's what I was reiterating because Texas A and M was so physical with them on they the were. offense and no the defense. Now there's no doubt about that. You're right on that because we heard all preseason long. Go after the spring. This team is so physical. Well, when is it going to happen? And uh, tell me, where's Tesla been? What happened to him? Can't get the ball to him. And when they do, it's only about a yard or so. I mean, they're even trying bubble screens for him, mm-hmm. and they're getting smacked down. I mean, it's just it's a. But, Andrew Armstrong right now is about the only legit receiver Arkansas has on a consistent basis. That's just bottom line. You know, and and the thing that got me, too, was the uh, defensive end for Texas A&M. I mean, he was whipping Rocket Sanders and getting to KJ, or uh, the middle linebacker was coming. There were some things that just didn't make sense about this game, and I'm beginning to wonder... Does Danny Nose really want to be the offensive coordinator for this team? Well, I don't, I don't think that's even that should even be a question. Now, whether or not uh, he's finding some things that obviously do not fit with his philosophy, that could be a better question because it's well, like he's trying to make a square peg fit into a round hole. This is not a power football team. This is not a team offensively that can line up and knock people off the ball. We saw that going all the way back to yeah. Western Carolina. They're just not a line of a physical line well, what of about, scrimmage what team. What about the kid from Ashdown, the tight end from Ashdown? Why is he not playing? Shamar Easter, I couldn't. I could not answer that. I've, if you want to ask another question, why is Backs playing in front of uh, Washington? I like Ty Washington. He showed some promise exactly. in the uh, but, in the know, bowl game. The thing that didn't really make sense. They got the pick six to in the third quarter, and I was thinking, okay, here we go. And then the next possession, KJ throws the interception for the pick six for Texas A&M. 
But again, it's hard to blame him. They tipped it, but you could blame the protection because somebody got but to get a hand. I'm blaming the, the offensive line. I mean, yeah. you know, Randy, like you said, it's time to put some of these redshirt freshmen in there. They can't do no worse. Thank you, Steve. Well, again, we all have supposed answers, but we're not with these kids every day. I don't know how far Emerian Harris is from play. No. I can just simply say, at times, I can't believe that right side of the offensive line was getting eat up. Eat up. Well, you know, guys, I wasn't on, you know, after the LSU game uh, missed last week, and and you know, if you if you if you fast forward, I mean, a, a week's a long time in college football, but if you fast forward last week, sure, we lost to, to LSU, but I think there was a lot of there was a lot of hope. Uh, I think for the sure, uh, even though you lost, you're like, okay, we, we still have a chance to win four or five games this year in in SEC, you know, play, sure. and you know. I think after the loss to BYU, there was a big question. I think there was less of a question last week, and then now it feels like the sky's falling in. Uh, and and I don't, you know, I don't I don't know what the really make of what the next seven days look like for Arkansas. But I will say this: is LSU as good of a team as we, you know, they were made out to be after a loss this weekend? I think uh, back to a couple weeks ago when we were on. I think. The, the SEC football is wide open right now, as wide open as it's ever been. There's a lot of questions, and uh, you, you hate for this to be the down year for Arkansas. If yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna have a, a good year, this is the year of, right. of good years we need to have. Unfortunately, yep. you're exactly you know, right. And when you look along, across the landscape of college football, Sam Pittman is an offensive line coach was was, was as good as there was. And, and everybody believed that, and that's the thing that gets me. Is uh, I know he doesn't know he, he oversees the line. Cody Kennedy's the line coach. I understand that, but how we can be in this position in in offensive lineman in that inexperience bum puzzles me. Well, it's been it. That's that's something that's been kicked around tremendously. Uh, you know, how, do you, how did you get to this point? Well, that, that's a good point. I think Trey. Uh, uh, Trey Biddy a few minutes ago just laid out, you know, in Dan Eno's last run, which Sam Pittman was a part of with Bielema, you look at their their offensive line uh, crew there and all guys that played in the NFL or had a shot to play in the NFL and played significant time. Uh, and, and you wonder with, you know, you would think if Bobby Petrino's your quarterback uh, coach, you're going to have a really good quarterback. If Sam Pittman's your head coach, you're going to have a dang good offensive line. That's the Thank thought, sure. right? And you wonder, how in the world do we not have a good offensive line with an offensive line mentality as your head coach? Exactly. All right, let's talk with uh, Heath. Heath, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy. What's up, buddy? Gentlemen. Hey, I'm going to be nice. My mom, Amalie, is listening, so I've got good. to be, gotta be nice. She doesn't want to hear me get you know, booted off the radio, but... Uh, you know how you doing, Rick? Good afternoon, sir. I'm sure you saw the game. You were there. I, I did. He um, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he can remind um, me. I watched it too, and it wasn't a very pleasant experience. Heath, we got a little spaghetti sauce on us already. Okay. Well, <laughs> listen, gentlemen, you got to think the best products on the field already. So if it's not fixed, like everybody keeps saying, fix it. It's not going to be fixed. The best players are already out there. Yeah, you can try somebody new who's probably not ready, definitely doesn't have the experience. But, um, I mean, you say it can't get any worse. Well, they're going to Oxford next week. It's going to get worse. Then they're going to Tuscaloosa. It's going to get a little worse than that. So uh, you really don't see a bright spot. I'll tell you what the main problem is. One of the main problems, where's KJ's head? That kid is not a leader. I don't see him on the sidelines talking to his old line saying, hey, let's go. Let's, let's fire it up. Let's, let's do something. I don't see him doing anything. I see him mouthing and sulking and complaining on the sidelines. That kid is not a leader. That's your quarterback right there. That's your starting quarterback. How come he's not firing his team up? How come he's not talking to people on the sidelines? He's sitting down sulking like a little baby. That's what he's doing. Well, that that offense has no leader. There's no leadership on the sidelines. I mean, that team's already defeated. I watched a lot during the game, Heath. That is, once Arkansas offense got to the sideline to see exactly if they were trying to correct anything. I I really honestly couldn't tell Tyler that yeah. 
anything that was going on. I didn't see any pencils flying or uh, magic markers flying and, yeah. and grease boards and all that other stuff. Maybe... You know, so, sometimes sure. sometimes you get criticized for uh, breaking the iPad too many times if you're uh, right. Tom Brady on the sideline. But when you're 20 years in and still breaking iPads, that that still means you've got a little got a little something on your shoulder, right? Right. And, and I, there's good to that. There's also some bad to that sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And you like to have a mixture uh, when when you're content with uh, not a good uh, day at the office, so to speak. Uh, that's concerning. And so maybe that's where he was alluding to. But, you know, I think about this as almost like a heavyweight fight. When you're playing in the SEC, it takes a lot of energy to get get back up off the turf every single week. And you think about last week against LSU. You, you threw a big right hook. Thank you, Heath. Appreciate you. You throw a big right hook, and you don't land it, and, and he comes back with, a, with, with, with his counter, and you're on the turf. This is a week where you 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 got you you got back up, but you didn't get back up real strong. And, and I think I'm wondering if if that LSU loss took a lot out of this football team. Hmm. You know that because you I think you played good. You played good. Did you give it your best effort? And it still wasn't good enough. Uh, sometimes that's 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 a tough pill to swallow as as any athlete or any any group of people. I think you've got good insight there, Tyler. But I have to turn around and say. Did losing to Alabama take it all out of Ole Miss? Because they gave great effort that game and uh, came back and scored 55 points the next week. Did it take it out of Auburn after they got beat bad by Texas A&M and then almost beat Georgia? I mean, I I get what you're saying, but you only get 12 chances a year, and if you have a letdown, you're going to lose in this league. And and every team's different, right? I mean, every team has different personalities in the locker room. That's right. And... so some people are front runners, and and everything's good when you're winning. It's not as good when you're losing. Uh, that you know, one of the things I I think I alluded to a couple of weeks ago, we felt uh, in in 2012 we weren't you know if we didn't go out to a good start, our our team was was in a funk mentally, and yeah. we were not going uh, to be as good of a team if we didn't get started good early. And so we made such an emphasis as a staff, also as a as a uh, as a team and as a players of we're going to throw some heavy heavy punches early and, and try to get that energy up, try to get that mentality up. And I think if you're this team, you ask how to fix it. Um, one one of my my favorite quotes I think was was from Gus Malzahn when he was at Tulsa. I was on an official uh, visit there and. He said. Uh, he said to me, and I said, "So what? You know, what? Do you have any big plays this week?" And he said, "I got. I got 14 points in in uh, in scheme this week. I got 14 points before we walk out there. And there's two plays. There's two mm-hmm. plays where I've already schemed. I've schemed up two touchdowns. And <laughs> wow. and there, there's a reverse pass. There's there's some trickeration where we don't have to line up and fist fight somebody. We can out scheme for 14 points, and that gives you a 14 point head start, right? And I think we had to have that mentality when we weren't good as a team. When we didn't have our best, you know, years and our, we couldn't fist fight you. We had to trick you for 14 points, and at least give give some momentum and and some mentality early that we can stay in this thing and we can fight. And uh, so, if if you're Arkansas at this point, I think you've got to got to go down that road of of trying some things early that might be big gambles. To keep your your team in it mentally and your you know your fan base in it momentum. Tyler, how much do you believe there, there's been obviously two games in which there has been a fourth down decision not to go from the shotgun to go underneath center? What we thought should have happened, but two times. Not saying that the BYU game would have turned out any differently, but it sure turned on that fourth down decision. Arkansas was stuffed there. Same thing, not that I believe that Arkansas may have had enough mustard, regardless of what happened after uh, that call uh, this past Saturday. How def- def- deflating, how, I mean, what? how does that translate to the players? Because this has now been three times mm-hmm. in which Arkansas has tried to run a fourth down play with less than a yard to go and run it from the shotgun, and it's all failed yeah. It's failed every time. 
I knew it was tough as a quarterback when you didn't get those those short yardage situations, and those those can be big momentum swings, you know, because the defense is running over there like you know after they get a stop in fourth and one, and they're mm-hmm. tapping the hat and running off like wild banshees, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the offense has got their hands on their hip, and you know, it's just it's a it's like a dunk in basketball. It's only worth two points. But it might be a heck of a lot right. worth more than two points. And, you know, that that's, I think, what you get there uh, when you go for it and you don't get it. Uh, so I don't know what the solve is again, Randy, but uh, I think that's you know, that's the mentality I felt when we didn't get a short yardage uh, situation. Mm. All right, let's talk with uh, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Is this the great Tyler Wilson on here? Is that who I hear? Yes, it on is. <laughs> I don't know about well, great, Tyler. but you got ha- you got half of it right. Tyler, let me tell you something. In 2008, I was in the ninth grade at Camden Fairview High School. And uh, let me, I got to mess with you real quick now. Okay. I think Camden Fairview would have won that game had we had a kicker, man. <laughs> I just got to mess with you on that one. I don't know. It was, a cold, it was the cold, one of the coldest games I've played in. I, I couldn't feel my feet. So a, a, a kicker <laughs> might have had a tough, uh, tough go at it that night. Oh, we didn't have a kicker that could kick at 25 yards, so <laughs> uh, that 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 was the advantage that y'all had. I'll tell you what, I enjoy watching you guys. I mean, obviously you guys were all the way from up there, and we were all the way down here. It was always fun. Uh, uh, coach, y'all had a great coach. I mean, he's one of the best, and we did too, and he's over there at Conway now. It was fun to watch those guys go at it. But anyways, I, I just wanted to point out something, too. They're talking about moving Limmer, right? Uh, they've been having issues, obviously, all year long, and I don't think this is talked about enough. The shotgun snaps. So I, I can watch four, four or five times a game where the snap is off. And as a quarterback, uh, I know it messes up the timing of plays. Tyler, you speak on that a little bit because I know, look, I know Limmer's a great blocker, but they're obviously like, man, we can't keep doing this because the timing is messed up with some of his snaps, and I'm not putting it all on him. I'm just pointing out an issue that I see. Is that obviously probably part of the reason why they're moving or thinking about moving guys? Because, you know, obviously they're struggling to tackle, too. All right, uh, right, Charlie, let's let let Tyler answer this after the break. Thank you, Charlie. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue. Brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard, deadlift an elephant, even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. Fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Get ready to elevate your hunting game with unbeatable deals on ladder stands at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. Looking for the ultimate vantage point? How about the Muddy Skybox 20-foot double rail ladder stand? Sturdy and spacious, and right now, it's on sale for only $189.99. But that's not all. For those who want quality and affordability, Max has the big game. Warrior 17-foot ladder stand now for just $125. So visit Max Prairie Wings today or shop online at maxpw.com. Max Prairie Wings, the hunt begins here. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. 
Howie, I know Robert Irwin Jewelers sells a lot of engagement rings, but what if you've been married for a while and now you can afford something bigger and brighter? We upgraded for you. And if you bought your diamond at Robert Irwin Jewelers, you get exactly what you paid for it towards the purchase of a new diamond. Yeah, but I'm attached to my original diamond. Well, at Robert Irwin Jewelers, it's simple. I'm going to take your original engagement diamond and for free, I'm going to put it in a pendant that you're going to get to wear around your neck forever. Awesome. That was what was holding me back from upgrading. No reason to hold back now. Come to Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now open in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. The Arkansas State Fair is rolling into town October 13th through the 22nd. That means this is the time to save big on advanced ticket prices. Right now, gate admission tickets are just 8 bucks. Yeah, only 8 bucks. Plus, get big discounts on ride vans, too. But only for a limited time. So don't wait till the gate. Go to ArkansasStateFair.com to buy now. See y'all there. October 13th through the 22nd. Brought to you by Bank OZK, Arkansas Farm Bureau, Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, and Legends Resort and Casino. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, Tyler Wilson. I'm Randy Rainwater. Tyler, before we go back to the phone lines, you were asked about the snap coming back from the shotgun, and it's been high, low, inside, outside, sometimes even bouncing back there. Ball one, ball two. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit outside. Just a bit outside. No, I... I always had a luxury with a center. I mean, with with you know, there were ups and downs and other parts of the game and personnel during my time. But I had Travis Swanson, so he hit me, hit me, you know, dead center almost every time, and and uh, that was something I didn't have to battle through. The only time I had to battle through it was was when I was drafted by Oakland. We we had a center from Texas Tech. And he was great from the shotgun, but he had never he had never snapped under center. So you you draft a center that hadn't snapped under center, <laughs> and um, it's kind of laughable. But uh, I think it's it, having having consistency at the center position is probably the number one value of a football team. I mean, you make the quarterback gets all the all the hype, but that center is the key of your offense. And if it doesn't start there, and there's not a consistent guy there. As a quarterback, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable, uh, you know, in the, in the game. And you've got all these other things you're looking at, and you're trying to, you know, did they go to a single high or did they move down? Did they bring they blitz here? And if 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 you're worried about where that snap's going to be, you're 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 taking our eyes completely off the defense. And that, you know that's a, another big thing I think as a quarterback. And what's going on maybe with KJ is he's worried about where the snap's going to be, and he's he's not as worried about where the defense is going to be. Yeah, good point. You know. It, it, I can't tell you. I, I've I have not charted. I have not charted the snap at all. But it just seems like in my mind, about forty to maybe even fifty percent of the snaps. And KJ's what six four. I mean, these snaps he is having to extend and stretch to catch the ball. The snap. And how much time does that cost you? A block may have been made. Might have been a good a good block. There might have been a hole there. Now, by the time you get the ball down, you hit it to the back, yeah. that hole's no longer there. So I can see where just even that little bit can throw the offensive timing off. All right, I'm going to um, – I think this is a first for Tyler. He is going to get a chance to talk with the legend, better known as Forced City Joe. Joe, what's up, my friend? Randy, uh, first of all, it's a pleasure to talk to Tyler Wilson, one of my – all-time favorite Razorback quarterbacks. Uh, those those Petrino years, I tell you, uh, from the looks of things right now, they may never happen again. But uh, <laughs> let, let, let me let, let me let me say this about the, the game Saturday night, and I just sit here on my computer and watch Sam Pittman's today's press conference, and uh, I'm sorry, Sam, Cody Kennedy is not. One of the best offensive line coaches in the country. Just look at his body of work. You talk about last year. Last year's, if you remember, Randy, last year's line played good early, 
But late in the season, they did not perform well either. And then you get this. Don't sit there, Sam, and tell me that Cody Kennedy is one of the best offensive line coaches in the country because it's not true. We got to be real here. Randy, unless you're willing to admit you got a problem and you keep fooling yourself, like, oh, everything's fine. Everything's not fine. This this offensive line is absolutely atrocious. I don't care what Sam thinks. And I want to know, and today he also said, I don't want to step on the offensive line coach's uh, uh, shoes. Are you kidding me? Are you With kidding me? This, huh? Yeah, are you kidding me? Uh, are you kidding me? With a line this bad and you got one of the best offensive line coaches ever than probably, at least in the modern era, to uh, coaching college football, and he's saying, I don't want to step on Cody Kennedy's toes because, uh, you know, I don't, want to, I don't want to get out of line. Are you kidding me, Randy? If my job depended on me winning games and the offensive line giving me no chance, I heard a caller earlier call in saying, oh, K.J. Uh, 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 is not a leader. He's not doing anything. K.J. Jefferson is running for his life. There's nothing. He put put Jaden Daniels behind this line, put Dart behind this line from Ole Miss, and see how much they do. See how much they do. This man is running for his life. The line can't run block. They can't pass block. And you talk about moving Brady Latham out. And, and, and let me say this. Sam knows more about his players than I do. He recruits them. He sees them every day in practice or whatever. But my eyes ain't lying to me. I've seen Brady Latham at tackle in that BYU game. He will not last five minutes and be an effective player playing tackle. He's too slow, and he can hardly protect from the inside. People keep saying the tackles are bad. Yes, they, they have been bad. Let me tell you something. The inside guys ain't playing much better at all. I don't see Lemmer. We've already talked about his snaps as far as centers, centers go. We saw Lathan in the BYU game getting one hole and call after the other because he couldn't block from the inside. Not only the outside, from the inside. That's, that's the easiest place to block. The tackles are the hardest place to block dealing with these speed rushes. So, in my opinion, that's going to be a dumb move if you do it. But I don't guess you got any options because apparently, Randy, am I wrong? Marion Harris, four-star. Andrew Chambly, four-star. Kudos was a four-star. And now I'm being told they're not ready. And my question is, and I want you to ask it, Randy, you, Tyler, and Rick, why ain't they ready? You know, let me just throw this in here. In um, Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, there were people talking about him being gone, even though they owed him this enormous amount of money. And we talk about how their defensive line dominated Arkansas's offensive line. And Arkansas is supposed to, have a pretty, supposed to have a pretty good defensive line. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M's offensive line starts two freshmen, two sophomores, and a graduate senior. That's my Two freshmen, it. two sophomores, and a graduate senior. And if you look at and never allowed a sack, there wasn't one sack. And if you look at that line, they're also not. uh, A lot of those guys are not four and five stuff. Not on the offensive line. Well, I don't know about that. That's about A and M recruits, but but they're they're big. And but the point is, a lot of those guys were not four and five star players. But the point is, so, when you so when you look before the game at at their offensive line, you think that's a place Arkansas might have an advantage. Instead, A and M dominated oh, the line of scrimmage. Oh, Arkansas defensive line is is. I think there's some good players on it. Good I players. don't think the defense I, the defense is not great. Let's get that out the way right now. At nine straight possessions, they've given up drives and points before it finally ended. But Except for a compared field goal to this offense. That is the main problem, Randy, Tyler. You've been you a quarterback. You know that if you don't have a line, there's nothing you can do. Now, am I wrong? 
there, there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, there's some, there's, <laughs> there's some. It is a team game, and there's more offensive linemen in in a room than anybody in any other position group, right? Yeah, and, that's true. And the only other solve for it is you try to throw your way out of it, and that's dink and dunk and throw it. And watch throw it and throw watch it. LSU, watch Ole Miss, and see how much time Dart and and Daniels got, and then watch KJ just running around. Because he can't even go back to look down. People talk about the receivers can't get open. How you going to get open when your quarterback going back and he ain't got no time to throw or even look down the field? First of all, he got to try to catch the errant snaps from the center. Then he's got to go back, try to get in his drop and throw. And then you got an offensive coordinator that's running seven-step drops with an offensive line that can't block. Might want to try 14 steps. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's ridiculous. Ren, I just want, want to say this, and I'm going to get off of here. Huh. I haven't given up on the, on the program. I still support the players and the coaches as long as they're here. But Sam Pittman's biggest problem, in my opinion, is he is stubborn as a mule. You cannot tell him nothing. He's sitting there with an the offensive line looking like this, telling us how good Cody Kennedy is. He's also refusing. You remember, Ren, I called weeks ago about this. He still, it was four and six inches, maybe a half a yard at most on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And he did it again. He's got the yep. guy lined up in the shotgun five yep. yards deep. Yep. And he gets hit in the back. Your offensive line have been allowing penetration all year. Randy, that, that's been more than three. If you remember in that Kent State game, they got stopped on fourth and a half yep. a yard there. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. And it's just, he just keeps doing the same thing and it's as if he's saying I don't care what you say I'm going to keep doing this no matter what people think no matter what they say and him being stubborn as a mule if he ain't very careful and I like Sam I think he's a good man but uh, if he keeps this up he, he ain't doing nothing but shortening this time here I hope he Finally, I mean, like Rick said earlier, I mean, getting mad and deleting your Twitter and all this kind of stuff, I mean, that that's not going to help you win games. I don't care whether he's on Twitter or not, I'll be honest with you. But doing all this type of stuff, mad at people, I mean, he got a right to be mad at people. People should not get personal with any of these coaches, players, or their families. They got a right to their opinions about what's happening on the field. Randy, you notice all my calls mm-hmm. about what's happening on the field. That's all I'm concerned with. And I want to see the Hogs win. And and, and and I'm sure those guys, they put in the work. Guys like Tyler Wilson, they put it. They're the one putting in the work, the time, the energy, and all that. And they want to win worse than anybody. But I don't think this coaching staff this year, and even all those one score games they lost last year, I don't think they're giving their, play, their players the best chance to win. And that's what bothers me more than anything. The decision making, why would you go for it from fourth? You're carrying 10 to 6. Why would you go for it on fourth and, and a half a yard from your own 39 yard line? And and, and you got need six inches and go to the shotgun when your line getting penetrated on in the middle of all game long. It makes no sense. Anyway, I've I, 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 I had my say, Randy. Thank you, gentlemen, very much. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Should, hey, you should say quickly also, coaches are not going to criticize people of their staff publicly. We have no idea what's going on in coaching meetings, but they're not going to do it. Three weeks ago, the San Francisco Giants said, Manager will be back next year. They fired him Friday. So you, you just, we never know what's going on in the meetings, but we do know publicly a good coach is not going to throw his assistants under the bus. As much as you said, two freshmen, two sophomores, oh. and what? And a graduate senior. Graduate that, that senior. Was, that was AM's starting line. Yeah. You know, our pregame show, I looked at that and I thought, here's an advantage for Arkansas. They Arkansas. Arkansas had two QB hurries. And zero sacks. And the hurries were on blitzes. They were on blitzes. And if it's quarter. not coaching, it's it's got to be recruiting, right? So right, you, you got to recruit them too. Cowboys football is one hundred three seven. The buzz presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels, America's team on your fun and game station. One hundred three seven. The buzz.
Hey neighbors, come on down to Shamrock Roofing's Ribbon Cutting Friday, October 6th at the crossroads of Cantrell and Catillus. Offering free impact resistant roof upgrades for the next 30 days. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all. Shamrockroofer.com Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal. Both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and Wes discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming, presented by Business World, a TDSIT company. Moving technology forward. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. I love to give, bring testimonies to Tacos for Life uh, to Drive Time Sports. So Friday, uh, and, and I really like doing this, took a friend of mine to Tacos for Life. First time he'd ever eaten there. I, I never prompt them. I always say, okay, after we've finished, what'd you think? You know, I thought that was that was good. And I said, was it good? He says, you know, it was really good. It was really good. Well, I love those kind of responses. I was unsolicited, and I just want to tell you, that's the response I get every time that someone eats a Tacos for Life for the first time. And so I think you'll be pleasantly surprised if you've never eaten a Tacos for Life. If you are, then you know the testimonies are real. You know all their tacos on the menu are absolutely fabulous. You know their quesadillas are great. you got to love their nachos. And every time you buy a meal of Tacos for Life, you're providing a meal for someone who's food insufficient. They've done that nearly 32 million times in the last 10 years. So have some fun. Take somebody to Tacos for Life and see what their reaction will be. And that is Rick Schaefer along with Ray Tucker, Tyler Wilson. I'm Randy Rainwater. Um, Tyler, this was a question. And granted, I'm not sure how many times at Arkansas that you actually went underneath center. But uh, K.J. Jefferson was asked if it felt comfortable being underneath center and trying quarterback sneaks on fourth and one. He said, of course, I'm comfortable with taking the snap under center. 
We work on it. We practice all week, so I'm comfortable under center. As far as the fourth and short, I mean, like I said, we've got to execute. We know it's one yard. We've got to get a game of inches. We know we've got to come away with those. In those situations, we've got to be able to strain and be tough and be willing to get the first down. Then he goes on to say, as well, uh, he said, communication issues were the biggest problem, and everyone shared in that problem. Everybody being online on the fourth and one from the Arkansas 40 late in the second quarter, saying up A&M's 17-6 halftime lead. Mm -hmm. Were you someone who didn't feel comfortable underneath center if need be i grew up in a in a you know shotgun spread system so i you know sure there was an acclimation process to my time in in uh you know big time football and learned it and i i wouldn't have played under petrino if i if i couldn't have figured that out right uh we we i look back on our our time playing and i'm sure we had some successful uh sneaks under center uh, some on the goal line, uh, some out in the middle of the field, and and you know I'd say we were probably eighty percent gun, twenty percent under center. So I, I I was comfortable, but I always felt this. I, my last game in Razorback Stadium was against LSU, and we called a quarterback sneak on the goal line, and I about got my head taken off. Okay, <laughs> uh, I, I I still feel the I, I must have uh, separated something in the vertebrae somewhere along the way, or, or there must there must be something. But uh, you know that that was one. You better be a tough sucker if you're going to sneak it, and you better practice it. You know, and that's one of the things that I, I, as we've been talking about this, I'm like, how many times in my career did we practice a quarterback sneak? You know, it's like one of those things we always overlook. You know, you you in practice, there's you might have you know 50 or 60 snaps of practice and a bunch of walkthrough, but how many times in full speed, full go, mm-hmm. do you want to cram your offensive line and defensive scout team, you know, head to head and have your have your you know Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback practice a quarterback sneak where he's going to get? The answer is never. You might practice getting under center and taking a snap from under center, but you're not practicing a full go quarterback snake from under center. So, you know, it's one of those things you very rarely practice, and then you're in a game and you're in crunch time, and it's the most important, you know, if you ever do it, it's probably in a situation that's the most important of the game. So I I think that's interesting as we talk through it. And, you know, now everyone plays out of the gun. I look at it now in short-yarded situation. You know, it's it's as popular to go from gun as it is under center. But I just I thought that story was interesting. And uh, we've had some successes and failures with it. But uh, it's good to hear KJ's explanation there. I think that's the root of it. it, it he is comfortable. And I think I wonder, I'm wondering if he's looking at Dan Enos going, all right, call it now. You know, call it now. So, <laughs> and yeah. it's not getting called. All right, let's talk with uh, Lynn. Lynn, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Tyler, it's kind of ironic that you just got a call from a ninth grader that was from Camden Fairview on a cold November night to watch a game that you played in. Well, I saw it up close and personal because I saw every snap you took because I was the umpire. How about that? Well, well, pleasure pleasure talking with you. I, I know that uh, that wasn't the, as a player, that wasn't the funnest game and wasn't the best game of my career, but you find a way to win it, and that's those are always fun. But it's good to talk to an umpire of that game. Well, uh, over my career, and it was consisted of 30 years, I've seen the best of the best, from Madre Hill to you to Mitch Mustang. I had the game up in Razorback Stadium when we brought the kid in from Springfield, Missouri, trying to accrue him. So I got to see the best of the best for 30 years. I have been a Razorback fan since I saw Joe Ferguson in high school sign with Arkansas, and I remember Jim Plunkett in Little Rock. Mm, yeah. Rick, that pretty much tell you how long I've been a Razorback fan? A while. Saturday yeah. was the first time I did not complete watching a ball game. Wow. I couldn't wow. watch it. Goodness. Yeah. It, it hurt to watch the offensive line. I'm old school. Randy knows that. Randy's known me for over 40 years. I need a seven-man sled, and I need them to drive. 
offensive line, I don't care who's there, the first thing they need to do is put a hand in the dirt and fire off and hit somebody. I don't care what the play is. Run, pass, screen, draw, I don't care. Fire off and hit the man. Driving back off the football. There's your answer. Rather if simple. You can't do that. Well, like I said, I'm old school. Sam and I are the exact same age. But I could not watch the fourth quarter Saturday. And I have to admit that. Well, that's pretty amazing. You're saying you watched all 60 minutes of every Chad Morris game and you couldn't watch the fourth quarter of that? <laughs> Good one, Rick. Good yes, one. What a hanger. I happened to be and working the game that Mr. Morris was at, recruiting a gentleman out of Warren. I was the umpire in that game. Mm. I'm the one that made the decision on the two penalties at Warren with 12 seconds. Rick and I, you, we talked about that. I made that call. And I back it up by rule. Okay, well, sure, but we're not debating that. I'm just saying yeah. if you could watch all the, the entire games yep. when Arkansas was getting yep. slaughtered, it's hard yep. to imagine you couldn't watch the game Saturday. I, I, I just, I'm sorry I had to. It's the offensive line and their effort and what they were doing, or should I say not doing. Yeah, I kind of I wish they'd gotten some holding calls just to uh, just to help KJ out a little bit now and then. Lynn, thank you, well, my friend. Always good. To, always good to hear from you. Let's try to get Chris in before we hit the top of the hour break. Chris, good afternoon. Yo, Chris. Is that the ice cream truck? Yeah, he's, he's ordering an ice cream bar. I'll take one. This might be their last <laughs> run. I want you to run a fudgesicle. That's what I want. I do like ice cream sandwiches, though. That, that music was pretty appropriate for the show today. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? You want re- oh, my gosh. <laughs> Winning a Razorback game might be there. Yeah. Randy, if I'd have said that, you'd have buzzed me. That's a good line. Okay. That's a good line. There. Oh, All right, there you go. Oh, I gotta, no, I gotta, no. no, i got to make Tyler oh, official. Tyler, that was a great line. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I brought you ice cream last week, yeah. and you weren't here. Yeah. Well, let's do this real quick. Bill says, RPO and let KJ call his own plays. Then Coach Jones says, let KJ call his own plays for the love of it. And let's see, maybe Coach Jones and Bill Johnson are the same people. I don't know. Uh, Big Red said, I miss Kendall Bryles. I never thought we'd hear that. Hog Rilla says, why would we ever try to change the offense in KJ's last year? We made him... Uh, to be a so-called first-year pro style in year number four. We should have hired similar offensive coordinators. Bad move, Sam. Well, Tyler, that was an entertaining hour. It was a fun hour. Thanks for having me on. It's Maybe it's, it's, it's fun when you win. It's not so fun when you lose, but it's entertaining. It's entertaining, and everybody has an opinion, and... The show is not lacking in those, those opinions right now. How you play the game. Football is having a massive hunting sale Wednesday through Saturday. Great deals on rifles and muzzle loaders. Select scopes up to 40% off. Hunting clothes, guns, blinds, accessories are on sale. Save up to 75% off casual clothing and shoes. Enter and store at Hunter's Refuge to win prizes including a Vortex Experience trip. Hunter.